0: Okay,
1: so you guys know that I love podcasts. I love anything from health, wellness, spirituality, uh, psychology, the works. I'll listen to anything. And you know I love the Skeptic Metaphysicians podcast. I was a guest on it. It was a lot of fun. And if you need to go back and listen to the episode, you know where to find it. But check them out. Skeptic Metaphysicians. They have the most interesting people on just just full of knowledge i hear about topics that i'm not really that familiar with in regards to spirituality so if you like my show and i really hope you do because you're listening please go and check them out skeptic metaphysicians Hey guys, welcome back to Divine Healing by D. Today I have on TikTok star Afro Spiritual. He's a Hoodoo practitioner. He does readings and we're going to talk about Hoodoo, the history of it, the difference between Hoodoo and Voodoo. Uh it's so informative if you're looking to uh know more about it. This is the episode for you. He's so knowledgeable. He talks about who should be practicing, who shouldn't be practicing, how you should get into it. Um, little things about just being a practitioner and things what he does to protect himself. Um, he has just he's he has so many things to say. It's just such a just eye opening, wow aha moment episode for me. Just a lot of things in my life that I heard, and now it's just clicking. So here he is. I hope you enjoy him.
2: Oh my is...
1: So what is hoodoo exactly? And what's the difference between hoodoo and voodoo?
2: Oh my goodness, I get that question so much. (laughs) Um, So hoodoo is a African-American spiritual practice, okay? Um, By African-American, I mean, it's for those who are descendant of enslaved Africans that were brought through the middle passage that landed in the United States first. Okay. It's a practice that used Christianity as a mask, as a means to be able to hide, but is also a way for us to hold on to our traditional African beliefs mm-hmm. under the disguise of Christianity. That's what it is. Hoodoo encompasses a lot from many different tribes. One of the most prevalent tribal knowledge, is, uh, knowledge that is in Hudu, some people, they recognize it is from the Congo. So the Congo beliefs mm-hmm. is heavy in Hudu. Hudu also has some elements of Native American spirituality um, due to the close proximity of what was going on during those times and everything. And also because some people will know them as the five civilized tribes mm-hmm. taking or quote unquote having African enslaved Africans or having African slaves. But there is big nuance in that as Mm -hmm. well, which some people fail to understand. Um, Yes, we may have been purchased by the five civilized tribes, but most of those tribes actually gave us a means to earn our keep in those tribes and to become one of the tribe members. For example, we used to Seminoles uh, with the Gullah Wars and everything. Seminole around the Florida area. They have a mix of being both black and native because mm-hmm. yeah, they may have quote unquote purchased us but they gave us sanctuary and freedom to be a part of the tribe and everything and not be in bondage and we mixed and mingled so, there's a lot of nuance when it comes to Native Americans and Black people, enslaved Black people in the United States. But who, that's what hoodoo is. I know I segue into like a whole different other topic, but still. But that's what hoodoo is it is a practice for Black people who are the descendant of enslaved Africans of the United States South, primarily the South. Um, different parts of the South have different regional variances with mm-hmm. Hulu, So it's not a one size fit all. For example, um, the way someone practices in Texas can be different from the way someone practices in the Carolinas, mm. because Hulu did originate with the Galagichi people, because different regional variances, because of what they were in proximity to and what local wildlife and flora was available.
0: Ooh, I But see.
2: the main thing, regardless of regional variances,
0: Mm -hmm.
2: But regardless of regional variances, the method and the approach of hoodoo is the same. And hoodoo involves the ancestors, Mm -hmm. involves the Bible, and it involves God. Now, when we say God, it's not the Christian God. It's not all, for some people, it's the Christian God, but it's not always the Christian God. It is the unique relationship you have with creator However, that relationship makes sense right. to you. You can't have hoodoo without it. Okay. Do you, you find that without a... the history of the church shouldn't be black church?
1: Right. But do you find there's like a negative
2: connotation
1: a lot? Like, why are people scared?
2: Oh, yes. Oh my God. There's a negative connotation because people think it's like, it's animal parts, bones, calm, mm-hmm. all going like, Ooh, and all that, yeah. that. They're basically Hollywood stuff. Right. Jesus, people just speeding down highways. <laughs> um, they think it's just animal parts and red mm-hmm. sack fries and all that. stuff it's like dolls, um, right? Yeah, dolls and all that stuff. Very similar to what voodoo is and all that stuff. They people people getting those two confused as well.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But it's just Hollywood. Yeah. Hollywood making an exaggeration, not knowing anything about what we actually yeah. do. With that said, going into the question you asked, what's the difference between hoodoo and voodoo? Hoodoo, well, first off, let's look at what the uh, what what the oppression was.
0: Okay.
2: Hoodoo was from Protestant Christian beliefs that that oppressed and was used as a tool to oppress enslaved Africans. Mm -hmm. While for voodoo, it was Catholicism. Okay so when it came to catholicism because of all the different saints mm-hmm. it was easy for the enslaved to hide all their different spirits behind the mask of saints mm-hmm. so it was much easier to hold on to the beliefs right while with hoodoo we had to condense everything and fit it behind the church the bible and jesus and it's like uh, okay
1: <laughs> yeah oh that's a lot yeah
2: and when it comes to hoodoo practitioners, back in the day, some would consider themselves to be Christian. Okay. But nowadays, it's like you don't, you, but that's the thing, you don't necessarily have to be a Christian to be a hoodoo practitioner. Mm-hmm. It's a practice. It's a way of life. It's a way of doing. Okay. That's the thing. It's a way of doing. And hoodoo, it is also another part. Hoodoo, the name of it is more of a, a modern day term. In black folks who traditionally practice we don't call it hoodoo we call it roots we call roots. it work yeah spiritual work we call we call it doing god's work <laughs> mm-hmm. things like that sometimes we don't even give it a name it's just something we do it's,
1: a, it's, something it's we an do. everyday it's an everyday thing even the, even is it true even like interpreting g- dreams is considered
2: doing the work yeah, yeah. it's just something we do huh. like hoodoo is Hoodoo is so hidden and ingrained in black culture. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, the background the background noise is really. Uh, hoodoo is so ingrained in black culture is unbelievable. And it hides in so many different ways, from superstitions, yeah. to the way we do funerals, mm-hmm. to the way we do church, from the way we cook, to the old time remedies that is passed down in the family um to the to the old time sayings that we be hearing from elders that we still use and perpetuate in today's
0: time Mm -hmm.
2: like hoodoo when it comes to black culture it's ingrained that's the reason i tell people and i tell and i say hoodoo is a closed practice not in the way that you think right not because we have official initiation processes because hoodoo does not have official initiation processes but hoodoo initiation is very nuanced and indifference from family to family, practitioner to practitioner, and sometimes if you power of a church from congregation to congregation, hmm. that's the thing. Huh. But hoodoo is closed by ancestry and also okay. by culture. As in, you can only practice hoodoo if you're born in a culture and born in the people in which we descend from.
1: I don't wait. Uh,
2: okay so now there are ways to be invited in there's ways i was gonna to be say in.
1: how do you get invited
2: <laughs> there's get invited. you you have to be you have to be taken under the wing of someone who who's part of the culture and also who descends from the people mm. and be taught basically as in you're being adopted into their family
1: it's fun okay that's the
2: only way and not everyone does that not everyone does that there's some people who outright refuse to invite in someone who's on the outside there's some people who will in special circumstances when it's like there's a kinship there can't explain it it's like you know what you family <laughs> mm. because being invited in is based on a solidarity of trust if there's no trust then baby you're not getting invited in
1: yep and that's kind of hard to find right now huh the trust mm-hmm. people But I wanted to like really ask you about this because I think I like, I told you a little bit about it. Hoodoo is ingrained in like a lot of other cultures and their spirituality and their acts, what they do. Why do you, why do you think that is like, why are there certain things that I grew up with doing in the Middle Eastern culture in the Persian culture? Now that I, you know, learn more about hoodoo, I'm like, wait, we do that. So, are we doing hoodoo? Like, why is there such a like mix with different cultures? Like, what's going on there?
2: It's because if you look at the history of just Black folks and everything, um, and this is where I'm going to get into certain histories. You know, dealing with the with the um, Arabic slave trade and stuff okay. like that that predate translate and transatlantic slave trade and everything. Um, because here in the West. Mm-hmm. and everything black folks we was brought to many different areas of the americas right but when they ran away or migrated we didn't for example in the united states all of us did not go north or west Where? some of us ran south mm-hmm. into mexico into the caribbean some even went further into brazil yeah. <laughs> and all into south america taking the practice taking the practices with us taking those ways with us so if you look at why in the Middle East and everything, some things look very hoodoo and stuff like that, that's mm-hmm. where you get into the nuances of the Arabic slave trade. Right. Where it's like, cool. yeah, we, we took our practices in, remember hoodoo practice in origin is African, yeah. predominantly African, which comes from a myriad of tribes. So to see some of it in the Middle East, you have to look at what tribes were those, that were taken to the Middle East. Mm,
0: that it's who clicking. also derive.
2: So there's things from. It's. It's not always a migration. It's right. just one of. You can say. Goodness, it's one of the nuances with the slave trains. We where we went, we took our practices. Our spirits followed us, and we mixed and we mingled in those areas. That's, That's cool. how some of our ways landed in the Middle East. Yeah. <laughs> so, and because in like in here in the U.S., it's like, okay, it's a mixture of different tribes yeah. exchanging beliefs and condensing it to be able to hold on to what we have. Right. In the Middle East, like I said, it's one of those where it's like, well, what tribal origins are those? Did those people come from the Congo region? Did they come from West Africa? Because here, here in the United States, we're predominantly... Congo and mm-hmm. West African, Central African and West African. Very few of us is Eastern African. Just saying.
1: It's clicking. It's really all hitting. Just light so, bulb, light yeah. bulb, light bulbs coming up. Um mm. what is the seeking process?
2: The seeking process to learn hmm the ancestors.
1: The ancestors. Okay, so
0: that's what it is. Every,
2: ancestors is the root. It's the foundation. It all begins from there. So someone growing up, because like I said, most of us, most Black folks don't even know that they're already back in because it's just so ingrained into a culture and everything, right. and family and stuff like that. They don't even, there's no name to call it. They don't even call it. That's it. Like they don't call it a name. I see. They just do it. But when someone starts to wake up, in a sense, Mm -hmm. to the practice, it's it's the call. Yeah. Ancestors call it ancestors moving ancestors doing and then like you know things just start to make sense and things start to wake up some mm-hmm. people start to hear some people start to see some people start to behave in certain ways and mm-hmm. all that stuff because they had a family member that once practiced they start that having is. dreams and this that, and the other and then it's like the, the call starts to get so so potent it's like you can't shake it you need to go and figure out what's going on And that's the thing about the ancestors. Mm -hmm. They live on in us, in our body, in our blood. The blood goes both ways. Everything is there. I mean, they said it in Lovecraft Country, but it's so true. (laughs) All the answers is in your blood. It really is. It's just a matter of tapping in and connecting. Mm -hmm. Just by you being alive, you're a gateway for your ancestors this plane.
1: I heard I've heard <laughs> so just by it, you being alive just by being alive so do you find that as you know being a practitioner you're a little bit more paranoid or like more hyper aware of certain things like let's take like the hair for example like do you watch if your hair falls mm-hmm. out like are you careful like what are you more hyper aware of do you find
2: um i'm actually happy aware of a lot um it's mainly <laughs> signs and for me it's signs and patterns okay signs and patterns for me it's signs and patterns because the thing is your hair is always shedding it's always shedding you, they yeah. say you shed about 100 pieces of hair a day mm. and it's like does it look like i'm looking for every single strand of hair that falls like, right no no No. i'm taking my comb and my brush and i'm just pulling it out Mm-hmm. Burning it. I will clean my clipper set and I will put it in like a little dish and everything and I'll go burn it. If I were to shave my beard, I would collect as much as I can.
0: Uh-huh.
2: Get rid of it, burn it, I and
0: see. all that
2: stuff. May even use it in like a little miniature ceremony and be like, you know what? Here's this hair here. I'm gonna use it for release. And be like, there you go. use it for work. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah.
2: Well. If anyone's looking for a deep cleanse and everything, and the ridge and not ridge yourself, but to release yourself from your past, yeah. one of the best things you should do is cut off all your hair, gather it up, and burn it. And with the burning, speak words of releasing yourself from the old to embrace the new. Mm, like one of it. the easiest ways that's mm. if you're willing to go without your hair. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But yeah, if you want to have a haircut. Any other like tips yeah. that you could share that maybe people may do like that, help you, you know, with your energy and being able to give so many readings?
2: Go go to a river, bathe in a river. Mm-hmm. When I say bathe, I mean, just yeah. sit in the water of the river and allow it to wash over you. Baptize yourself, dip yourself. Okay. Ask the river to wash away what is not serving you. Mm-hmm. And throw okay. coins to the river as payment. Throw but coins over yeah, too. Mean, for me, mm-hmm. give coins. You have to give payment somehow. You're paying for the energy. You're paying for the yeah. Use.
1: I like that. The lease.
2: Mm-hmm. that's what you're doing. Exchange. But um, I'm I'm mainly hyper aware of patterns. Okay. Um, for example, I was out, I was out at night with my friends and everything. It was out at a club and all that stuff. We we're over here trying to enjoy cabaret and everything. But there was this one table
0: mm-hmm.
2: that kept on. I don't know what it was but they kept on breaking glass and we we're right next to him. So when the glass break, it's like falling at my feet. Interesting. Which is your feet is, you know, you walk with your feet. It's the things that on a spiritual level. It allows your momentum. It allows you to walk your path, walk right. your roads. Yeah. So it glass breaks once. I'm like, mm, okay, it's most likely accident. Okay. People come and clean right. up. Second time I'm like, hmm what's going on third time i'm like all right that's three times you broke glass three times and it fell at my feet like three times nope we need to leave we need to go something's not right here that's that's three Mm, something's about to go down right now the shattering of something a situation is about to happen right now in my vicinity we need to go trying to get get, my friend be like we need to go we need to go they don't want to move they refuse to right ends up happening some one of the other friends and everything ends up slapping chips after someone's table and everything in the middle of the show causes a scene and all that stuff and i'm just sitting here like well
1: do should listen to me
2: you should listen to me no i'm I'm over (laughs) here looking at myself i'm like i am caught up because y'all did not want to leave after i said the warning sign was there
1: yeah patterns (laughs) i see oh okay what about um the knocks on the door
2: and no one's there oh don't answer your door
1: don't answer your door
2: don't answer your door if you see some if you hear knocking at the door yeah and you're over here like no one's there don't answer the door in my family that's evil knocking right don't answer the door open the door they just had a way in because you open up the door you welcome and Mm-hmm. don't have shoes next to your door either if you do that too because if you have shoes next to your door you just gave something feet to walk around in your home don't do it okay don't do it Good if you're knocking at the door that's evil knocking don't open the door especially if you see if you if you peep out the people and you see nothing there all you have to do from beyond the door be like you're not welcome get nah. off my property Oh my god That establish a somewhere. territory right then and there oh oh what else yeah what else just to, i actually had to do that recently and everything because i'm like who the hell is knocking i'm like i don't want any go
1: <laughs> yeah that happened last week and my husband just like opens the door and i was like did you see who it was And there was no one there and i was like
2: ah. Sweep your home from front to back, tell whatever it is to get the hell out. <clears throat> yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. I did, I did, I did cleanse after that because I got a little worried.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Lord have mercy.
1: Yeah, right. This
2: is what, I mean, bl- bless his heart. I know. Bless his heart.
0: Bless his heart. I bless say that like multiple like, times goodness. a day. <laughs> goodness. Dude. He doesn't know what he's learning.
2: <laughs> I'll be sitting there with some yeah i mean when something happens and they don't know i'm like bless it just, just bless it but if they do something that is stupid and messed up i'd be like oh little tank tank
1: are you also careful with like how you interpret dreams to people or there's like no you just like go with it
2: uh i'm very careful about how i interpret dreams with people because the thing is mm-hmm. one dream interpretation does not work for another so for example right. let's say let's use Let's use the symbology of snakes. Okay. okay? Because that's also that's all, in hoodoo as well, like the symbology of snakes. Mm-hmm. It greatly depends on what the snake is doing. Okay. Because depending on what the snake is doing, the snake can symbolize healing, transformation, divine femininity, sexuality.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: If the snake is stalking in the bushes, uh-huh. that's like, oh, that is an enemy. Yeah. Is, I own you, honey. <laughs> If you see a snake, if you see snake skin in your dreams, that's like, oh, that's the shedding of something. What's gonna be shedded? What aspect of you is gonna be shedded and released? Oh my goodness.
0: Mm. If you
2: see a dead snake, it's like, I, one of your ancestors got that enemy that was stalking in the bushes, that was trying to get, mm, they got the devil.
0: Mm-hmm. No,
2: <laughs> we like that, okay. It really does depends. It's not always what the animal means. If we're using animals, it's what is being done, what is the action, what's your feelings in a dream when you see this, what is the approach of that thing. For uh, another example, let's say that let's use another thing. People say, "Don't eat food in your sleep. In your dreams, don't eat food in your dreams." Oh yes, you that's, don't know that's, who's giving it to you.
1: Yes, that's a Persian thing too.
2: If you, you eat, don't, they don't, don't eat. know who's giving it to you. Mm-hmm. Especially from a because. Right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
2: Because I'm not gonna lie, last week I had a dream that I was eating food in a dream and everything. And I and I caught wind of it because I was vividly dreaming.
0: Right. And then in
2: the middle of me eating, I became lucid. Oh,
0: shoot.
2: And I was like, who, who gave me this food? A woman I never even seen before. She did not look familiar whatsoever. In the dream, I deliberately spit out the food, and I puked up what I already eaten. Woke up, like, kind of woke up, did a cleanse, went back to sleep in the dream, was still lucid. I did a cleansing in the dream, going to a river. Wow. Yeah. Yeah
1: it reminds me of like don't be eaten
2: because you can invite in root work into your body from other people you can invite things in from the dead and also foreign spirits that you have no idea Uh, if you do not recognize the person who is giving you the food or if it's not an ancestor and you do and and it's not familial don't Mm -hmm. be eating that food
1: even your family can be putting root on you
2: exactly even your family could put a root on you in your dreams just by you eating food in your dreams
1: i had the weird yeah i i had this dream where i was sleeping and then i heard people outside the door Mm. and it looked like they were touring my house okay i go back to sleep i come down to my dining room table my dad is there he's eating from our dining room table there's a bunch of desserts and cakes and cookies and i'm like dad who are those people what do you mean no one was here (laughs) eating and eating i take an eclair i eat the eclair it's disgusting it's dry i spat it out and i was just like spooked by that Mm -hmm. like now it makes sense Mm -hmm. so yeah
2: don't be eating don't be eating food in your dreams or you sleep the only exception to that is if in your dreams you're the one who's cooking the food
1: (laughs) you trust yourself Oh my God. I've had like, exactly. I've had like, even my grandma, like years ago, she had a dream. She was eating from a tree and it was like her mom's tree. And she like fasted after that dream because she was
2: spooked. you mm-hmm. said, what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Biblically anyway. Biblically.
1: <laughs> yeah. She, she loves to listen to the Torah.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, there you go. Like <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, sometimes ceremoniously fasting like that is one of the best things you could do. If you end up eating something and everything and it has, you ate some root work,
0: Mm -hmm.
2: biblically, go shave your head, make sure you're hairless, except for the eyebrows, of course. Okay. Ceremoniously cleanse yourself, dress Mm -hmm. in all white 40 days and 40 nights. You are fasting. If you eat, you eat cleanly. Yeah. Cleanly. That means no pork, no processed foods, no nothing. You're in bed by the time it's nighttime. Wow. You do not engage in any vices. That means drinking, smoking, and even sex. Wow. Oh yeah. And if you're able to adhere to that, mm-hmm. then and then you will be in a holy and pure state and you could go before a God mm-hmm. and get cured of whatever is going on wow so much that's how that's how literally my family would traditionally do it i believe it i mean like if you tried every if you tried everything to get rid of whatever root is on you yeah everything from all the different roots and prayers and all that stuff it's like i the only thing left is to go into ceremoniously go before god bring yourself into a holy pure state then go before god so you ask yeah for healing
1: okay so you definitely recommend obviously the act of veiling you're very pro-veiling
2: yeah the, the very very veiling. <laughs> i used to, and here's the thing and the thing is I used, be, I used to not be i used to not be i used to not be but then like what eight months ago something happened and everything to me like someone threw some bullshit at me and i was just like what the hell is going on da, 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 da. I went to my grandmother and all that stuff and mm-hmm. i was like grandma I need your help to get this off. She's like, you know, I'm retired. Still, I need your (laughs) expectations. You know, I'm retired. She's over here, like. Wow. She looked at me and she's like, why aren't you wrapping up your head?
1: Uh huh.
2: I was like, I really have to do that. The look she gave me was like, I will backhand you so hard, I'll wake the ancestors. What do you mean you're not veiling your head? I'm like, ooh. My bad. (laughs) Exactly. My bad.
1: No way. I'm doing.
2: And ever since I started doing that, like, I would not leave outside Mm -hmm. without a veil over my head.
1: Amazing.
2: I even walk around my own house with a veil over my head. When I do readings, my head is veiled.
1: You should. It's protection. Of course. I totally, totally believe in that. Okay. This was very informative and. I feel a lot more knowledgeable. Thank you so much. Can you tell everybody where to find you? Reach out to you.
2: Yes, my name is Afro Spiritual. You can find me on TikTok, lowercase Afro underscore 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 (laughs) Spiritual, and my Instagram is a link on my TikTok and vice versa. It's the same name on both TikTok and also on Instagram. My Calendly for scheduling sessions with me is linked on both my TikTok and Instagram, which is calendly.com backslash Afro Works, which is all lowercase. And you can book with me there if you're interested in the sessions. I do basic tarot and playing cards, reading with playing cards. I do channeling sessions, love counseling, advising. Eventually I'm going to be updating that and doing one, uh, hoodoo one-on-one seminar classes through my calendar eventually for those who are interested in learning Um, and eventually also doing basic spirituality how to get started classes so I'm working out the kinks and also the curriculum and everything for that and then it will be posted up there and then we'll get going and everything
1: (laughs) yay thank you so much again this was so fun speak to you soon you're
2: welcome yes you're welcome (laughs)
1: So excited for this next partnership. I love CBD, I love hemp. They have both helped me so much in my wellness journey. And I'm always open to partnering with amazing brands that can help others. And Feel Good Hemp was started by Noah. Noah's father was diagnosed with cancer and he was on a mission to heal him. And that's what he did. He created this amazing brand of tinctures, gels, And Bombs, the bomb is called the bomb. It's really amazing. It has the cleanest ingredients, just oils and hemp. What more can you want from that? He's been so, so sweet to give my listeners a code, 25% off, free shipping. If you use the code divine25 at checkout, Uh, it's basically the subscription coupon, but you're not subscribing. You're just getting the deal. What's better than that? Thank you, Noah. We really appreciate you. And yeah, so go to Feel Good Hemp and check him out, Divine 25 at checkout. And let me know what you guys think about it.